Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Got a few email reactions to the uh, single dad who wrote in. He's got a 12-year-old daughter that does her own laundry. Came up for some reason uh, in front of uh, one of the office workers at her school who uh, basically shamed him in some way. If It's like, uh, what are you, running in a sweatshop? Uh, so lots of reaction. Uh, no one agreeing with the uh, school worker. Amber Good. says, the office worker needs to take a hike. If it were me, I'd be contacting the principal to let them know how they acted. My kids have been doing their laundry for years now, and they're 10 and 12. Nice. My 10-year-old son also helps with the yard work and pressure washes the house. Yeah. And I love this. learned he can go to the neighbors and make money doing yard work. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Pressure washing the house, though, is also, that's like the light version of lighting the bonfire. Yeah. What boy doesn't want to be... Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Brian says to the letter writer who has the 12-year-old doing her own laundry, tell that school person to blank the hell off. My (laughs) 11-year-old has been doing her own laundry for at least a couple years. She also unloads the dishwasher, takes care of the cat, cleans the bathroom, and for her birthday, she got a new chore, washing dishes. Oh. I love it. Bonnie says, I grew up at the age of six when my mom passed and my dad became a single father to two girls. I was staying home by myself by the age of eight. Doing laundry and cleaning the house to help out. That office worker needs to blank right off. Look, this is yes. this is just more anecdotal proof. We blow things out of proportion. We think all of society is going to hell because that's what you hear about. Because people who have kids who at the age of 8, 10, and 12 who are doing chores don't have the time to get on social media and go on cable news channels and make a spectacle Very of themselves. True. When they're given the opportunity on a show like this, they go, what are you talking about? The real world is us. The snowflakes and the people that get all the attention, they're not even close to the majority. And if you don't get these type of skills indoctrinated into your children at an early age or maybe at the age of reason between 8 and 12, they're going to grow up not doing these things. And if they get their own place, that house is going to be disgusting. That's you a, know it is. A hoarder in training right there. Yeah. No, this is inspiring because for every story, like you said, of you know the college kids where their parents are doing their laundry or, or any of my nieces or nephews or godkids friends okay they're few and far between they're actually not the no you know their right. friends that aren't doing things but they are doing chores those kids are actually not the norm the norm is you're all doing chores yay and you all have lives and you're too busy to whine or yes. or, or exploit yourself on social media exactly jeremy says by the time i was 12 i was already working on the property using a chainsaw using a weed eater splitting wood doing my laundry cutting the grass every chore you could think of by the time I was 12. And then Jameson says, my eight-year-old son, on his own, wanted to do dishes one night because my wife and I have told him that Rob says eight is the age of reason, (laughs) and he has to make his own decisions. He loaded the dishwasher on his own and even signed a contract on an Etch-A-Sketch that he will do dishes from now on. Oh, my, don't shake it. Granted, the length of his contract was only good for one night, but it was still awesome to see him take initiative. The best things in life are free. Very Rob S. too. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob Shaw of change. We gave away over $3,400 yesterday, so we have a new amount in the bucket. We start with caller 18. Hello there, Rick. Good morning, Rad. Morning. All right, Rick, I've given a kind of a vague clue, and there's a picture of the bucket posted on social media and at radradio.com. Give us your guess. Well, let's go with what I think is the most obvious, $211.24. $211.24. Why is that so obvious oh. to you? That is the date of the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Oh. Hello. Yes. Very, very 
very good. Yeah. I, I like that. Very intelligent. Very good. And 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 uh, he ain't far off. He's. This is your clue. He he's in the right area. He, he, he's he's thinking along the right lines, if you will. That that, that come on. Another chance. Thinking in the right lines. What was that you said? All of it. Just you're in the right area. Okay. There's no I specific. Know lines meant no, something. No. No. Okay. Thank you. No. Okay. No. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, we uh, we will uh, we will play uh, when Ralph's change again at 9:30 this morning. We have some entertainment and news. Of, uh, of Rick's guest there. The only thing in the entertainment world is uh, the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, we've been tracking all of these stupid predictions from animals and zoos and a couple of humans here and there. Uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are the overwhelming uh, favorite. Boo! They have been picked by 10 uh, gi- giraffes and groundhogs and Ugh. crickets and I don't know what else. Oh Whereas the 49ers have only been picked by four. And uh, now we have another human, uh, Chris Berman, who is an idiot, uh, but to a lot of you is a legend uh, on ESPN, uh, has made his official prediction, and he makes it very simple. He says that Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the game. Chiefs win 23-20. Nothing. He knows nothing. (laughs) Uh, Now we got this email from uh, Christian. Hey, Christian. uh, R-A-D at radradio.com. He says, hey, Rob, I'm a diehard football fan. I watch it all throughout the week during the season. Thursday night, Saturday college football, all day Sunday, Monday night. I'm also specifically from my youth a diehard Raiders fan. Raiders! I would take Bart to the Coliseum with my dad from San Jose multiple times a year when I was a kid, and now I go to Vegas once a year to see a home game. I honestly can't imagine rooting for either team in this year's Super Bowl. Oh, poor thing. Chiefs are a rival. Yeah, too much red in that stadium. And Niners, Raiders, (laughs) usually we don't get along. He says if I had to choose, it would be the 49ers. That's correct. You can't root for your division rival. You can't. Yes, that's true. But really... I'm rooting for both teams to lose. Well, that other, that's a trick. <laughs> Not sure how that happens, but okay. So here's my question. As such a big football fan and Raiders fan, with the Super Bowl in our stadium this year, there are a lot of oh, no. great stories out of, out of Vegas and out of Oakland oh. where there's a lot of Raider fans. The, Ra- the Chiefs are in our locker room. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh you're going to have to disinfect it. Is it okay for me to not watch the game? I'm currently deployed. The game would start at midnight on Monday for us. There is going to be a watch party, but I'm just curious if it makes me a bad football fan to skip this one. <laughs> Not really. I, I take take the military thing out of it. I mean, and the fact that you're up at midnight, just in general, if if, if the game is that unimportant to you for whatever reason, you live in an age where you're going to be able to see whatever clips you want to see almost instantly. You can, I mean, in your case, you can wake up. You can sleep through the night while all your buddies are, are watching or whatever, if they're not cheering too loud, hopefully. Yeah. And you can wake up. You're going to see right away on your phone who won, the best commercial. And on every one of these things, you're going to be able to click it and go watch it. The controversial play, click it and go watch it. it it's it. I, I'm, this, I'm like you, man. I don't miss hardly any games at all, ever, through the, through the football season. And... I, I would still watch. I have to watch Super Bowl for work reasons, um, but I'm often very indifferent to what's going on. And and if I didn't have to watch it for work reasons, I would be fine with missing it if there was a better thing to do. And sleep is a better thing to do. Yeah, thank you for your service. And my gosh, how he describes himself, right? Like you and any a lot of men really, really loves it. Yeah, I hope they're not too loud. Because you might toss and turn and go, oh, damn it, and then yeah. just get up and you have to watch. Yep. <laughs> like, what am I missing? Uh, then we got this uh, question from uh, Randall. Hey, Randall. Who says, I'm interested in Rob's stance on this. I am a diehard, lifelong Denver Broncos fan. I understand the history of the game and all the ins and outs that have been discussed over the years when it comes to the NFL and being a sports fan. 
on Championship Sunday, that would be when the Niners came back and beat the Detroit Lions, during our weekly Sunday golf game, I wore a McCaffrey jersey in support of my fellow golf buddies who are all 49er fans. All of my golf buddies are diehard Niner fans, and a few are better class of listeners, and I did get the immediate slack of, hey, when do the Broncos play? <laughs> and that's that's the twist here. He, he, I, he says, I wore a McCaffrey jersey, but it was number 87, and it was a Broncos jersey because Christian McCaffrey's dad, Christian McCaffrey plays for the 49ers, mm. Christian is Christian McCaffrey's dad's jersey who won two Super Bowls with the Broncos. And I plan to do the same on Super Bowl Sunday for our weekly golf round. <laughs> I know it's a long stretch of support for my buddies, but as a division foe of Kansas City, it's all I got. Oh, man. <laughs> because the 49ers won the NFC title, I'm going to wear my Ed McCaffrey jersey again. I mean, after all, Kyle Shanahan, coach of the 49ers, was a ball boy for the Broncos, because his dad was coaching the Broncos, when they went back-to-back in Super Bowl 32 and 33, and now he's a head coach while McCaffrey's dad played and won in those Super Bowls. Is this a trash move? It's kind of a dumb move more than anything. Oh. I, I, but you know what? I don't know if your buddies appreciate it. I, this is not something my golf buddies and I would, would do. Um, I, I don't need your support for my team. I mean, it's kind of like it's almost like too metrosexual for me. Hey guys, I wore this jersey to support your team. But other than that, there's nothing wrong with it in this sense. You're you're wearing a jersey of your favorite team. It it well, there's one thing wrong with that, and they already called you on it. If you wear a jersey of any team that isn't the Niners or the Chiefs between now and Sunday, they should do exactly what they did. Hey, when did the Broncos play? And they did, so they called you on it. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, uh, he's McCaffrey's retired. Fine, no problem with that. Um, and there is a cool story here. I just don't know why you're doing it on the golf course. But the cool story is that. Um, Christian McCaffrey, running back, probably the best player on the 49ers team. Um, his dad played for head coach of the Niners, Kyle Shanahan's dad, Mike Shanahan, when he coached the Broncos. Wow. And, um, and, and, and Christian McCaffrey's uh, uh, dad played with me. And Kyle, okay, so we did those two. Yeah. And then if Kyle Shanahan wins the Super Bowl, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, they will become the first father-son team in any of the major sports to win the championship. Oh, oh wow. So you've, and, and, oh, and that's really neat. In real life, the McCaffreys and the Shanahans are super close friends. Oh. So there, there are, there are twists and turns to that story. So it sounds sweet, but it also sounds like you have a little bit of FOMO. Because all your golf buddies, their team is in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, right, they can show their spirit mm -hmm. that day on the golf course, but you can't. So you're like, how can I? Let me wear this. Hey, guys. <laughs> I, I do think it's a cool little loophole that he's getting away with it. Because right. it, it you, you probably shouldn't. In the IFSF rules, you probably shouldn't be wearing the Broncos jersey. No. But since it says McCaffrey on there and you can tie in this cool story. It, it is a cool uh, There's story. a little workaround around it. Yeah. It, yeah I just it's, <laughs> it's too fruity for me. It's just like, no, dude. Mm -mm. I, I don't know. Thank you. Um, oh, Lord. Andrew wrote in and said, I've heard you guys talking about the Super Bowl commercials the past couple of weeks. I'm wondering, there's no, okay, there's no way to answer this. He says, what was your favorite of all time? And he listed off it. Dude, to figure that out, we'd have to be reminded. You have to go back. You have to watch them. Um, favorite all-time Super Bowl? Yeah, Super Bowl commercials. Oh, commercials. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, that's impossible. Oh, a yeah. Of, a lot of them are, like, topical to that year. Right. That's relevant to that time. Too. And, I mean, everybody, you know, the first, you're going to go, some people are just going to go to the classics, the mean Joe Green, tossing the jersey to the guy <laughs> for Coca, for the kid, for Coca-Cola. I don't know. I'd have to watch them and be, remind myself, did I laugh out loud at this, 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 or this? They I, don't stick out. I think only because it's when I drank a lot and you'd be in bars, the was that? Oh, I love oh, yeah. Bars, yeah. Right? Sure. So that yeah. just, like, sticks in my brain. And you start, some start coming up, and it's like, yeah, but is that really your favorite? And sorry, yeah. we don't have time. Um, but speaking of, 
after Ben Affleck appeared as a Dunkin' drive-thru worker in the Super Bowl commercial last year, the breakfast chain sales exploded. In fact, they sold more donuts the next day than any other day in their history. Dang. From one Ben Affleck 30-second commercial on the Super Bowl last year. I think that worked. Scott Murphy, (laughs) the president of Dunkin', says we ran it once and got 7 billion media impressions, and it kickstarted the year. Whoa. Last year's Super Bowl drew over 115 million viewers, and that huge viewership and the captive audience is what makes it worthwhile for brands to invest tens of millions of dollars into a mere few seconds on TV because not only are the commercials the most expensive thing in the year, but it doesn't come cheap to make these uh, Super Bowl commercials. Most Super Bowl shoots, two days. However, Ben Affleck was paid $10 million for last year's Dunkin' Super Bowl commercial, which is not uncommon. Larry David received $10 million for a 2022 Super Bowl ad for FTX, the cryptocurrency company. This year, Super Bowl commercials are bursting with Hollywood stars from, uh, uh, there's one with uh, Jennifer Aniston. She reunites with David Schwimmer for an Uber Eats ad. Chris Pratt will be in a Pringles ad. Jason Momoa will be touting uh, T-Mobile. And all of them are believed to be making seven to eight figures for their appearances in these commercials. I mean, I was going to say, oh, that's a little risky, but apparently not. No. (laughs) I think they're going to make their money back and then I mean, (laughs) Duncan's biggest day in history? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Meanwhile, Usher, uh, who will be doing the halftime show, has promised to roller skate during his halftime show on Sunday, recreating a sequence that has become a viral highlight of his recent Vegas residency. So he will be bringing out the roller skates for those of you that have seen that when he was doing the the residency. I wanted to go in at first, but you know what? The Super Bowl halftime show is supposed to be fun. It is. And what's wrong with roller skating? Nothing. Oh, it's it's torturous. Have you guys gone lately? Oh, I tore up my shins and my legs last time I went. No, I'm sorry. I I wasn't asking what's wrong with with, with perform... What's wrong with us doing it? What's wrong with a performer doing it? I'm not... I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> but I'll watch years. a guy who can smack me. It's yeah. kind of cool if he's singing while he's doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We, we, I retired on top, right? Like, no, no, no. It's like when you're young and you yeah. always went, you could do backwards. And all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You go out on top, so then you never do it again. And that's what you tell people. <laughs> right. I retired at the height of my career. I'm not going back. Yeah. Uh, he did in an interview, uh, he ducked several questions about his set list. Well, of course, he doesn't want to give anything away. Uh, but we do know now. Because he was asked about potential guest performers, and he did hint that he would be joined by singers who were featured on, quote, songs that became hit records, end quote, which are all of his songs. There we go. <laughs> I want to know, will they be on skates? Ah. Yeah. Ah, plot twist. <laughs> Little John out there. <laughs> now, now, potential, potential firebomb to the halftime show. Oh. I hope to God he's smart enough to know this. I didn't realize that he just released a new album. No new music at a oh. halftime show. Oh. No, 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 no. You you raise your profile with all of your hits, and then people find out, oh, he just put out an album. Exactly. Please do not perform the new stuff. Oh. Now, with that said, with that said, the new album's pretty goddamn good. Really? Usher's uh, got a new album called Coming Home, and the whole thing honors his hometown of Atlanta. The, the track, the first track that they released and they've done a video for um, is called A-Town Girl, because it's all about Atlanta. And it samples Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. Oh. And it it slaps. It is such a it is old school Usher. It it is really good. Don't perform it at the halftime show. I mean, you can maybe get away with it because of the Uptown Girl thing. Yeah. 
but just the new stuff. But it's a really good album. Okay, he might also be able to get away with it because lots of people might not even know he's singing a new song. Right? I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, been a I'll while. Just, I'll just think it's a great song. True. Because I True. don't know all of his songs. That one in particular, yes. <laughs> because of the sampling, I'll allow it, but don't go deep. You've got enough. You've got enough for sure. <laughs> mm. All right. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Daniel. Hey, Daniel. It says, just when we thought the world couldn't get any worse with all that is going on, Sports Illustrated went ahead and did the most terrible thing in their oh, entire existence. No. They put a dumb horse bitch on the cover oh, of their swimsuit oh, edition. Come on. Man, <laughs> they sure are stretching for people to pose on what was a very coveted, iconic cover to be on. I remember growing up in the 90s, walking around while my parents were grocery shopping and saying I was going to walk around, and then if they couldn't find me, they would be checking out, and I would hear our names called, and I'd run to the front. <laughs> the thing we were doing is we were in the magazine section looking at the Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit issue when it came out. I mean... The last couple of editions were already bad, but now I feel like they should just give up. Oh. Way to go, Sports Illustrated, for completely ruining something that used to be somewhat good. Now, I don't know that she's on the cover, but he is referring to that bitch, Brittany Mahomes. Oh. Patrick's oh, wife, gosh. who has posed for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit's 60th anniversary issue, and she announced her shoot days before the Super Bowl in a video of her posing Ooh. on the beach in San Pedro, Belize. Listen, I hated when I saw this for this reason. I feel like I've seen her look. I'm not going to pile on. I'm mad that they did not make her look as good as I've seen her look in the past. Like, this is for a magazine. I've seen her hair done better, her makeup done better. And I don't know who was handling her on this because she gets enough grief already as it is. So it's like, oh, my God, do your very best with her. They did. That's no, that is with the airbrushing. But I've seen her look better just in random yeah. photos. Better filters, better better. That's what I'm yeah. Yes, do that right. for Cause, this. Because she is a horse face. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. oh god. That. Yeah. That's rude. Like bug eyed and horse face. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh. I couldn't. I couldn't find confirmation that oh. she's going to be on the cover. Oh. Which 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 would be blasphemous. Oh. I mean, it's the 60th anniversary. And look, dude's right. Oh, I, I know what he's saying. It's totally politically incorrect. Daniel's mad that that Sports Illustrated has gone to full figure models and and you know normal looking women, right, real women. Yeah, which we, that's not what we want in our quote quote magazines, which you know most people just look at them online. The whole reason you watch porn or models or anything like that is like I want to look at something that you don't get a lot. Right. But but so yes, they've been going downhill. I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, if they put Brittany Mahomes on the cover, but it would be. Oh, yeah, I know. She, I, know. I read her little. She was like, oh my gosh, I I can't even believe that I was even asked to do this. Like she was very humble and sweet about it. Oh, yeah. She was like, there, there's no way I would have ever thought I'd be asked to do such no. a thing. And then she turned off her phone and ordered people around and was a total bitch to everyone. <laughs> oh, man. I guess we're kind of sort of in the trailer update at this point. You know, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, their trailer. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. On some levels, folks, it's almost over. I mean, when the football season ends, we will get less of this. It won't go away, but we will get less of it. <laughs> Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey has released its first lipstick inspired by Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Dubbed Cinnamon Delight, it is the brand's first ever custom lipstick since Taylor is known for sporting red lipstick. And last year, 
Travis drank Fireball while celebrating his team's Super Bowl. I should have known. <laughs> oh, God, he's so lame. Oh, Damn it, Travis. I think it tastes uh, good. You you can. You're a girl. <laughs> uh, although there are plenty of women who know that that's trash. Oh, Danny Such, the global brand director for Fireball, says, quote, of course, it was only natural for Fireball to create a lipstick inspired by both of these great humans. Both? S- Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. What does he have to do with anything? Oh, because he the, drank it. Okay, drank okay, okay. It, yeah. Sorry, I'm picturing Travis Kelsey putting lipstick on. You literally just connected those dots. You right. did. Well, and I also thought, you know, she wears red lipstick, his team uniform's red. There's so many correlations. Cinnamon Delight features Fireball's signature red color, along with its cinnamon flavor and aroma. Mm. Uh, the lipstick is now available to purchase online, uh, and it sells for, you guessed it, 13, oh. Taylor's favorite number, 87. 87. Oh, okay. His, His number. Uh, jersey. What a oh. deal. Number. 1387 for lipstick. Is that is that reasonable, Dawn? Oh, yes. Okay. For fireball lipstick? For trash lipstick? No. Okay. No, um, it's $5 for trash lipstick. And it's so kids, because oh, there's a lot of kids that love Taylor Swift. Mm. They're going to oh. ask mom and dad, can we have oh. the fireball lipstick, please? Yep. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, oh. because they love the cinnamon. Right. But this is how fireball indoctrinates them into knowing the brand while they're right. kids. Yep. Yes. Wow! Early. What a hack! Oh. It's the it's the candy cigarette thing transferred over to liquor, <laughs> and it's already working. Like especially when I was working in the bar scene, oh. a lot of the younger kids wanted something sweet and easy to shoot. Yeah. They always want shots of Fireball. Mm. And the problem with li- lipstick that can taste good, you end up eating it. Yeah. You don't even realize it. You're just like licking your lips and scraping oh. your teeth. Uh, right? Taylor is going to be, by all accounts, she will be at the Super Bowl. There are still some of those, oh, we don't know story. And she'll be there. Uh, but she is in Tokyo right now. Uh, she made her grand return to her Eras tour on Wednesday, and it didn't go quite as planned Uh-oh. as Taylor nearly fell off her chair during one of her songs. Story went viral. The video went viral. Uh, Taylor can be seen looking wide-eyed after she appeared to misjudge the position of a chair on stage. Oh, no. She can be seen trying to steady herself and looking worried before quickly regaining her balance. Uh, The person who posted it and then it went viral wrote on the caption, quote, the leg strength she's got that she saved herself from falling is insane because I would have been asked first on the ground, end quote. Well, yeah. I think we're making a lot more out of this than it was. She did slip a little bit. Yeah. She's a total pro, regained her composure and everything, but it, it it was not much. It was it wasn't even barely a I mean, Brandon, you've seen the video. I didn't yeah. think it was anything to really talk about. I mean, of course she's got that amazing leg strength. Yeah. She has to straddle that number eighty seven every night. <laughs> So the the girl who said, oh, her leg strength, and of course she's going to pull it off. So now it makes sense to me why I read a different comment of someone going, she didn't even need the chair. She could just squat like that the whole show because of her leg strength. Yeah. True. Probably, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, this is a non-story story. I saw it. I, well, since everybody's talking about it, I'll tell it, but there's nothing to talk about here. Uh, thank God you can all sleep now. We know the plans of Kylie Kelsey, the wife of Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey. Ooh, ooh. I know you've you've all been wondering, what is she doing? Uh, She And what is the family doing? She has revealed that her three daughters, uh, that would be 11-year-old Bennett, two-and-a-half-year-old Elliot? Yes. Elliot. That's spelled stupidly. Uh, Hey, now. Elliot is how it's spelled. And uh, four-year-old Wyatt, uh, they will uh, be watching Uncle Trav, as he's called, from home on Sunday. They are staying put in Philadelphia. 
Uh, she will join her husband in Las Vegas uh, today. Oh, yeah, because they're going to have some fun. Yes, they, 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 <laughs> they don't want their children in Las Vegas with them. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jason's since his wife is flying out, he's been making sure to get all his fun in beforehand. Stop it. Since that'll end the minute yep. she shows up. Uh, Jason's been making the most of his free time in Vegas. He hit the blackjack tables uh, on Wednesday night, and he also went to the Sphere to uh, watch you 2 as uh, well. We're going to play Treble Trouble right now. we got a pair of tickets for uh, three different shows. You have to pick the one you want to go to. They're all at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. There's the Alan Parsons Project on Friday, March 22nd. There's Killer Queen. That's a tribute to Queen on March 24th. And there's Yellow Wolf on Saturday, April 6th. You will pick which one of those shows at GSR you want to go to. For Treble Trouble, you get a three-second song clip. You give us the title, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title... Look at that leg strength. <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.